0: So stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bodman and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. It is the final hour in this league, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Or if you're just tuning in, maybe it's the only hour you're uh, getting down with. But we've got a bunch of Week 13 action to talk to you about. Maybe if it's the most important re- uh, se- uh, game of the regular season, Week 13, this is it. I mean, you either know where you're at. I get to tell Last you Last chance for romance. There is the the feeling is so different when you're like, all right, I just want to I want to get that number two spot for a buy, and then you're like. Well, I'm in fifth, but there's five of us that are sharing this spot. And like, you know, like you're in fifth, but you could be knocked out even when there's eight playoff spots. Right. right. It's it's going to be a testy week. It's going to be very testy. We talked about some of the leagues that we're uh, getting set up in. But before we get into it, Bogman, let's have a little pop culture update real quick. Are you ready? I guess. Yeah.
1: You know me. I'm 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 the biggest pop culture guy in the world. It is li-
0: I am I'm not joking. Right now I'm I wish I can't get a picture in time here. Oh, maybe I can. I'll do it real quick. Uh boom. I just took a picture of it. As we were talking, the Aquaman trailer came back on. <laughs> I, I just took a picture of it's it. It's your favorite thing in the world. Yeah, but by the way, earlier in the show, there was this trailer for some possession movie. Don't no put thanks. that stuff on television. I do. No, thanks. I don't know what it was. I almost like was like, what the hell? I almost said it out loud. Some it was one of those possession movies where it's like the person is upside down, creepy demon woman. And then they're <laughs> and then they're dead. And then they're attack. I don't know what movie it is. Someone knows what I'm talking about. And then this dead demon woman is like grabbing some person in a corner's office. And it's like, that's just on. That's just on. Like, let's yeah. not have that on at all.
1: Let's uh, yeah. Good good luck explaining that one to your kids. Yeah. Was it in the middle of Cartoon Network too? <laughs> Seriously, I mean,
0: that's a, that's like the, my nightmare too. Because my kid's obsessed with scary stuff, but he yeah. doesn't like really know where movies can go with scary. So I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want that to happen. But the trailer reminded me of this great tweet that came out that said um, Aquaman executives worried about opening <laughs> weekend due to Mary Poppins. it's all that you need to know about Aquaman (laughs) a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down and also Aquaman go down all you needed to know about Aquaman and then second is just relevant stuff because we've talked about it recently (laughs) Uh, remember I told you you just ran out of your sleep medicine right we yeah, I went and got this. some more uh, tonight. So. Bogman does this thing where he's like, I'm going to run my sleep medicine. I'm going to forget about it. And then literally the next day he forgot about it, didn't have it. <laughs> well, I, proposed, I had some NyQuil. Took
1: that. Yeah,
0: that was I, great. I proposed a really great recipe for sleeping. And what it is, is you get onto Netflix and you go put on season <laughs> three of Daredevil and that will put you to sleep. And some people were taken back by my take, but Netflix heard and they canceled Daredevil.
1: Well, I heard that they like Netflix is getting all of those Marvel things canceled because Disney is going to have their streaming channel and they want to make all those shows now.
0: Um, Yes. They want a third party. No, but well, okay, but that's Disney. It wouldn't be Netflix cancels Daredevil. It would be Disney pulls the show back. It's because Daredevil sucked. But you are right. It's called Disney Plus. It's going to be starting up in 2019, their streaming service, and it is going to be awesome. There's. I don't know. The D- Disney on their platform wasn't going to have a gritty show like Daredevil, which mm-hmm. all it was was just, I mean, it was garbage. Did you watch it?
1: I Yeah, I watched. I haven't watched this season. It's so bad. I watched the first two seasons. It's a lot of, like I said, it's Foggy is a cuck, and then uh, the red hair girl cries a lot, and then uh, Daredevil doesn't get his... Uh, uniform or whatever it is until no. the last week.
0: Of to, it's it's like um, Wilson Fisk. I'm trying to think of Vincent De, De Nossi, Wilson whatever. Fisk. I always talk like I got a bunch of jelly beans in my mouth. I can't unclench my jaw let me I tell speak. you something matt murdoch i'm always so angry i'm the kingpin i've got stuff to do here this is my city you're gonna have to purr like all that you like, sound like a uh, buffalo bill yeah <laughs> you, uh, i can't say it <laughs> <laughs> i would,
1: uh, I would. yeah
0: i almost did almost naturally but like all it was was matt murdoch like blinking his eyes a whole bunch and quivering his mouth and being like, Ugh. it was such a stupid show. And I love daredevil as a kid. I'm a big Marvel superhero Mark and it was garbage. And, uh, but now you're gonna have to find something else to get you to sleep at night because the only uh, thing that I, there. the only like uh thing that
1: I know about that show is Deborah Ann wool. The redhead does daredevil. She's in daredevil because her husband is blind. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is true. The biggest waste in the world yeah oh you have her having her having a blind the, i get what you're saying like, gorgeous woman having a blind husband
0: is she it, like okay take away your uh, adult film actresses okay is she gotta take them away All she's right. top three on your list right uh um, the chick from true blood that's in daredevil the red yeah head. probably she is right like who's above yeah. her um, <laughs> Off the top of your head. I'm trying to block out these adults. <laughs> you got to block out. <laughs> Sasha Gray doesn't work just because she did the girlfriend experience. She doesn't count. Uh, yeah, Katie Morgan, it just because she did mark. Zach and Mary, doesn't work. Wow. Yeah. What other ones are there, the Welsh? You know more than I do, apparently,
1: off the top yeah, of your head. I know plenty of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I still, Natalie Portman, you know, the
0: brains also. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Oh, good. yeah. yeah I read the articles too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Natalie Portman is always high. on, Of course, Kate Upton, always high on the
0: list. So okay. Higher than uh, the redhead? Uh, Kate Upton probably is, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, just wanted to update everybody that- Kate um Perry, by the way, up there, too. Oh, absolutely. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, she couldn't be more obnoxious. And by the way, that. how can I forget? Number one
1: seat? Aubrey Plaza, of course.
0: Oh, you know what? If far and beyond, if you know Bogman <laughs> well, Aubrey Plaza is- it's it's Aubrey Plaza in the top tier and it's the next the next tier starts these other people nobody beats Aubrey Plaza for you <laughs> no
1: no she's so weird and mean I love it yeah
0: all right so enough of that like I said pop culturally Aquaman is worried about Mary Poppins Daredevil is gone <laughs> so uh, I think I'm winning right now I think <laughs> I'm hitting on all cylinders right now on some of my takes
1: uh, what do you think the king of Atlantis versus Mary Poppins and her umbrella can, That's you, ima- what
0: I was- can you imagine anybody saying that out loud like oh, we're worried about this opening day with Aquaman Mary Mary Poppins is out there. Like Maybe oh. just
1: cuz it's like wholesome time because it's Christmas time and Mary Poppins is a wholesome movie and all that
0: stuff like it, it's a bit no. I mean I'm trying to find a reason, you know. Yeah, Mary Poppins really relates with kids nowadays. And even like <laughs> like okay, take it another step. Like I'm of the next, you know, generation of mid 30s with multiple children. Mary Poppins means nothing to me. Mary Poppins means stuff to my mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not to yeah. us. We didn't grow up on Mary Poppins. No, I grew up, I up on mean, Spongebob, it, and we lost the but. Spongebob guy. Well, we didn't grow up on SpongeBob. Absolutely. I mean, not no, we fully. Didn't. Yeah, it was like in our no. 20s. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, grew up on I Ren and Stimpy. How, okay, fair, fair. How much
1: weed you were smoking when SpongeBob was coming out? Ren Maybe and Stimpy.
0: I grew up on Ren and Stimpy. Yeah,
1: Ren and Stimpy.
0: Way yeah, more. We're the, we're the best. Generation. I was definitely
1: not allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy. So.
0: I definitely was. And it says a lot about who I am. So, <laughs> um, all right. So, week 13, what you really care about here. Let's get into it. What uh, the week before we were not good. What happened? Oh this week? no! Don't say we. Just you. Last oh this week. I meant
1: the week before, yeah. not this current week. You meant so you meant week eleven, not week twelve.
0: Yeah. Oh, we're so in week thirteen. So I wasn't good in week twelve. Uh, you were. Well, we both had the same. Uh, how, obnox- how obnoxiously, obnoxiously excited are you to be five
1: right. and seven again uh,
0: on the over unders? We both were. So right. we
1: both were a game under 500 there. I was seven and five against the spread. Oh. You want to take a crack at what you are? You <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, three and ten. Three and nine if
0: you're, if it's 12. Yeah, I don't do the math. Your,
1: your math is as good as your picks. You were three and nine.
0: Mm, well, I guess it, right? Wow. Yeah, you did, yeah. That's not good. Good at that. <laughs> Not good. <get laughs> at the picks. Not at all. So, uh, okay. All right. There you go. So that's the setup there. So let's get into the games then. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, starting with the Baltimore Ravens, or as Bogman would call them, the Ratbirds, against Rat the Falcons. Birds. It's a uh, it's a birdie match. It's um, equestrian. A no, that's, ma- those are the horses. Those are, are horses, right? What are the that's Colts versus Broncos? What are the birds? Uh, aviary, aviary, Air thank you. Yeah, very good. Um, Mercury, mer- Mercury, the Falcons are a one and a half point favorite at home. The over under is 48. Ravens got a winning record at six and five. The Falcons have obviously been struggling at four and seven. Uh, I always love looking at the stats here. Julio Jones is 16 catches away from dropping a 100 on the year. 1,300 yards, only three touchdowns. Matt Ryan is a good game away from hitting 4,000 on the season. So it's a lot of offensive stats on um, on Atlanta's side. But when you look at Baltimore, Gus Edwards, he got into practice on Thursday. Looks like he's a full go. So uh, you can get him out there. You can feel comfortable about him as a... Flexed, I don't know if i call him an RB2. Maybe it, the, the matchup. No, the matchup qualifies him as an RB2. So uh, what do you think about this game? And I'm curious. You've already talked about Lamar Jackson a little bit. What do you think about Gus Edwards versus Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that Gus Bus is healthy for everyone that went and picked him up, especially if you own the Gus bus and you are a Kareem Hunt owner,
0: of course. Oh, man. Um, I mean, you you would have dodged a bullet. If you were same able to get... Season. If you right. had Josh Adams or Gus Edwards and you happened and you couldn't pick up Spencer Ware on this Kareem Hunt situation, I mean, that's the thing that doesn't make you resent this stupid game that we play. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know how Atlanta is really favored in this game. Um, I know they can put up some points, but uh, Baltimore is still... Uh, Very, very good defense. I believe they are, yeah, they're first in total yards, second in passing yards, fourth in rushing yards, first in points, and third on uh, third downs. And Atlanta just isn't stopping anything. 28th in total yards, 26th in pass, 25th against the rush, 29th in points, second to last on third down, conversions allowed. I just think that this is, I know this is a road game for Baltimore, but I think this is a... uh, I think it's an easy Baltimore win. Maybe it's tough with Lamar Jackson going on the road, but um, I think I got to take Baltimore in this game.
0: And uh, forty-eight points is too much. I'm going to go Baltimore in the under. I'm going to agree with the under, and I'm going to go Atlanta here. You going to go Atlanta? I'm going to go Atlanta. I'm you gonna think go the just the team. offense is too
1: high-powered? I do. Matter that Baltimore is too good. Yeah, well, really good against the the. Uh, On defense, they're really good? Yeah, their offense is also not really good. Well, their offense is okay. They're 11th in yards, 15th. They're dead middle in points at 15, 11th in rushing yards, 14th in passing yards, and 5th in third down
0: conversion. Well, also, Atlanta does their damage at home. They've only got four wins on the season. Three of them came at home. So, I mean, right. when they're going to take their games, they're going to take them at home. Baltimore, relatively subpar uh, a road record. They've got six wins, but only two have come on the road. So take those, take the explosive And this is up.
1: Lamar Jackson's first start on the road as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, you got the, the, the rookie quarterback that's in there. They're, the team is kind of banged up but, in general and finding their footing. And Atlanta has still got a bunch of big offensive weapons. Right. And most of the time,
1: it's um, most of the time, you know, if you just get three points for being at home, and Atlanta is only favored by a point and a half. So this one is, uh, it just seems a little dicey. It's definitely, is this the, I think this is mm-hmm. the closest uh, line of the week is one and a half. And
0: that's the game we started with. So um, um, you are right about that. Yeah. It's the closest one I have. Wow. So, okay. Well, I mean, why, that yeah. it already tells us what the type of week, this is probably going <laughs> to end up actually being. So I'm going to go Atlanta in the under. You're going to go Baltimore in the under. We're in agreement uh, at least on the under here. And, uh, okay, a couple little side ones. Do you think Matt Ryan hits 4,000 yards? What is it? What do you say he needs? He needs hmm, three, uh, about 320. Nah. No? Nah, if, if I'm picking
1: Baltimore in this game, I obviously don't think that Atlanta's going to put up a ton of points because I don't think, I think if this is a high-scoring game, it goes over or it's close to this 48 uh, over. I think Atlanta wins that game. But I think, um, I think if it, if they win, it's going to be under. And I obviously, if it's under, then Matt Ryan hasn't
0: gone over three hundred yards. So this week, Tevin Coleman or Gus Edwards, which one would you Gus rather Ed- have? Gar- Gus, I agree Edwards. with you. Uh, Just too right. many so uh, Denver Broncos go into the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are not good at defense, but they do have five wins on the season. Both teams five and six. Denver is a five and a half point road favorite over under his 45. No, Andy Dalton. It's Jeff Driscoll city. So it uh, looks like AJ green is going to play. So we got AJ green Mixon's in Jeff Driscoll at the helm. And then you've got the Denver Broncos led by Philip Lindsay. And I'm hoping Like, this is a prime game to me that Case Keenum can kind of shine. He's one of those just like, you know, lower expectation players that you put in. And Cortland Cortland Sutton is kind of a big play for me this week. Like, I really like this matchup for him.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm not going to sit here and take Cincinnati. But this game does feel trappish, right? Uh, Denver coming off a big win at home. Now they're going on the road against a team that has been reeling. They're five and a half point road favorites. Uh, Cincinnati's the worst at everything on defense. So. Literally everything. Yeah, literally everything. So it feels trappy, but I don't care. Denver's running downhill. Uh, they're clicking on all cylinders. Case Keem is finally starting to look like the quarterback. that was in Minnesota last year that took them to the NFC championship game. So I'm going to take Denver and I'm going to take the over in this one because Cincinnati can't stop anything right now.
0: No, they cannot. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go Denver and the over on this game as well. I think Philip Lindsay is going to eat. Uh, as I told you, I think this is, a I got trip. him in both my DFS lineups. Yeah. I actually am I'm disappointed. I didn't do that now that I'm thinking about it, but uh Philip Lindsay should have a solid game. 220 yards from a thousand yard season for Philip Lindsay. And with, you know, what is it? Four Dude, more games. To he go? might
1: get that. <laughs> yeah. In this, get that in this game. This game. Yeah. Cincinnati. So. Well, I
0: mean, it's interesting. He's going to be walking into week five as a thousand yard rusher. And that's, a, that's quite a thing for, you know, this undrafted free agent. Also, 780 rushing yards and only 135 carries. He's just clearly the guy over Royce Freeman at this point. Yeah, he really, really really is. So uh, I'm going to stick with you. Like I said, we're going to go Denver and we're both going to take the over on this one. So that is going to lead us into some very interesting games, which we are going to talk about on the break. Interesting. Very interesting. We've got a nice full slate of, man, there are a ton of games that are going on early on now that I'm looking at it. Jeez. uh, How many games? No breaks. Yeah, no breaks. Offspring. I guess, I mean, it's about how it usually looks. So we're going to get into the early, quote unquote, the late. We've got the Sunday night game, which should be a doozy for Bogman. And (laughs) then uh, Monday night. So don't go anywhere. It's more Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh of In This League coming up after the break.
1: Show and ask your question. The number is 844 84 FNTSY. That's 844 843 6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day.
0: Welcome in this league. I love you. Ready? What's up? We're back. It's In This League. Check us out over at in this All the podcasts, all the craziness. We got the we got the shirts. We got a little prospect one having got a little bit of ITL swag. I've definitely been hearing an uptick. Not only do we have the Deck Our Balls Christmas special going down December twenty-first at the ITL Army. Exclusive for the Army. That's why you should get yourself a little uh December present and join up, uh, Sergeant or Above Level. But I've also got a secret Santa going on and uh, had a couple people trying to create and also buy some ITL swag. So we've got some shirts in ITL store and uh, some people also uh, I'm uh, giving access to our logo to put them on some other cool pieces of gear. So we're gonna have some uh, some fresh ITL stuff out there, Boggs. So fresh and so clean, clean. That's what we like. All right, uh, we are talking about week 13. We're going through the games here, and uh, God willing, you shouldn't listen to me and anything that I have to say about these games, but we'll <laughs> talk about them in general, and we'll also talk about some fantasy implications. How about this game? This is a game I have a lot of shares of in DFS with Rams and the Lions. The 10-1 and 1 Rams against the 4-7 Detroit Lions. The Rams are a 10-point road favorite. The over-under is 55 and a half. Todd Gurley has gone over 1,000 yards already, 1,043 rushing with 13 rushing touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, uh, kudos to Boggs for his call on Cooks because he's about 75 yards away from a 1,000-yard receiving season oh. and a bunch of catches. Not many touchdowns, but he's been doing his work. And uh, Jared Goff is well, He does uh, score a, touchdowns. He gives the ball to stupid Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I forgot about that. Did you hear about Floyd Mayweather, by the way? Oh, no. Floyd Mayweather and— Is he training Kareem Hunt? Nope. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. You threw me <laughs> off. Uh, Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled were, um, wow. Uh, what's the word? Arrested for, um. Well, arrested is a word. I well, mean. no, I don't think it's a, ra- I'm trying to think <laughs> indicted. Oh, maybe it's indicted, indicted on, um, essentially crypto fraud. What they were doing oh, was they were promoting ICOs, which is called an initial coin offering. They were pushing. They were being the hype men for ICOs and not divulging that they were being paid for it. And they were both fined like $100,000 and can't hype any cryptocurrency that's for the next money, couple of years.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's what we call dumb. It's yeah. really stupid. Well, it's I totally made weather, what was D. So. How was DJ Khaled hyping them? Was he just screaming DJ Khaled in the DJ background? DJ
0: Khaled, bit, 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 Bitcoin. I don't know. <laughs> it's something like that. He, just some type of crypto. Some, <laughs> some, bit, 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 coin. <laughs> some, <laughs> some cryptocurrency you probably know. I don't know what they are, uh, but they were out there being like, yo, this is it's popping off. This is going to be the thing. This is a Bitcoin blockchain, all that, you know, whatever they do. And uh, trying to get people to buy the coins, and they were paid a pretty penny, and they didn't tell anybody that they were being paid to be a spokesman for it.
1: I didn't know there were crypto laws like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was one cryptocurrency that was like Bitcoin 2.0 that Steven Seagal was behind and then <laughs> they got sued and Seagal had to like quickly like disappear. So, yeah, it it died as quickly as Steven Seagal did in an executive decision. <laughs> That's right. Oh, good reference. Very good. All right. So Rams and Lions. Rams are a 10 point favorite. 55 and a half. It's all Rams all day long. Lions should be out with carry it should be out without carry on Johnson and uh Bruce Ellington is somebody that we've been kind of focusing on so where obviously the game but also where's the fantasy that stuff that you're looking at here you know, Josh I, Reynolds, honest, I guess how is it only 10 uh probably because it's a road
1: game I mean I this is a stomping this is a like I would take the Rams minus the 10 in a survival pool I think and it's not that uh Detroit can't score points because I think they'll have some garbage time to come back. But the Rams get a bye week going into this game too because this was supposed to be the, uh, you know, this was supposed to be the Mexico City game. But they played the, you know, one of the best Monday Night Football games ever, and then they had the bye week. So coming off the bye week, even going on the road, man, I like the Rams. I think they're going to put up a ton of points. They could probably score on defense too.
0: So I got to take the Rams in the over in this game. I am going, oh man, the over. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with Rams in the over on this one because Detroit is going to score some points. It may even come from, um, you know, from garbage time. But I mean, the Rams, the Rams are going to have no issues here. The only issues would be some self-induced, you know, Todd Gurley hurt thing. And then they try to pare down the offense a little bit, slow it down as the the season ends. But I think this is a pretty solid you know rams i mean i like you said i probably take rams detroit, 13. detroit has been decent against the past
1: they're tied for 13th in yards they're tied for 14th in uh, total yards but they still give up a ton of points is averaging 26 points a game and uh the rams are giving up 25.6 a game so they're giving some up on the comebacks and stuff like that so but just this uh, you know, second total
0: yards, second in points for the Rams, and that's behind the Chiefs on all that stuff. So, so we're both in. Uh, you had Josh Reynolds as one of your guys. Are you thinking uh, contribution heavy? I just
1: think that you know, with Cooper Cup going down, he's gonna be he's gonna play that Cooper Cup role, and he's gonna see significant snaps and targets in every game moving forward. So, I think that Josh Reynolds, if he's cheap, he's gonna be a decent option, and that is
0: me talking about an Aggie. So that's amazing. Um, all right. The Arizona Cardinals, they are going to Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. They are favored, though, by 14. And the over under is only 43 mm. and a half. <laughs> Green Bay, 14 favorite, 43 and a half over. Aaron Rodgers has had an all right season. Devonte Adams is already over a thousand yards with 10 touchdowns. One of the top receivers fantasy wise all year. And uh, David Johnson is going to come in. And ironically, I mean, from this season perspective, David Johnson, I don't think comes in as a clear cut best running back in this game, but uh, statistically he's still uh, trying to make his markers closing in on 700 yards rushing this year. So what do you think about this Cardinals Packers game?
1: Well, you know, last week we both took uh, the Cardinals against the spread. Cause we thought it was too big. It was 12 and a half. They're on the road against the chargers in decent weather. Uh, the Cardinals get to go play in green Bay in December and they're bad. And green Bay needs a win desperately. This has got to be, um, easy green Bay. And I think that I think green Bay could put up 40
0: points in this game. So I'm going to go green Bay in the over. We're agreeing on too many things here. This is a problem. I don't like this at I think, but the
1: NFL kind of does round out later in the season. You kind of, Things have become more obvious, but uh, I think, you know, people are going to see 14 points go, oh, I don't know. Well, the Cardinals got 12 and a half last week, couldn't make that work.
0: So Yeah, so why are they going to make this work against Green Bay in Green Bay? Right. I don't think in so. In the cold. In I December. Don't, I don't, yeah, what is the, the weather right now looks like uh, they're projecting in the 30s. In the
1: 30s. Well, I'm freezing my ass off over here, and it's 58 degrees. I know. So. I
0: love it. I love it. (laughs) Give me all the cold all day long. All right. Uh, Next And some people are like
1: 50s. That's like shorts. That's Wisconsin summer. 58. So.
0: All right. We've got uh, this is an unwatchable game. The Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are a three and a half point favorite. Uh, 40 is the over under Frank. I didn't want to go into any stat stuff here. (laughs) Where do you go with this one? I mean, this is like what Tannehill versus Josh Allen. It's Frank Gore versus LaShawn McCoy, the receivers to speak. I mean, uh, what was it? Kenny Stills. What did Kenny Stills say earlier this week? I can't throw the ball to myself. Just frustrated. Miami's turning.
1: Yeah, man. Um, This one is, uh, geez. Uh, I I don't want to, I would not bet anything on this game. I think because of recent play, Miami is really, really going downhill, aren't they? Uh, They're going downhill very, very fast. So I think I'm going to take Buffalo, and and I'm just going to take the team that I'm getting points with in this one. It's not like I'm sitting here believing in Buffalo. But it's funny because I just said over to a 55.5-point spread. I think I want to say under in this game, but I I think I have to go over. I think 40 points is too low. So Buffalo and the over for me. All
0: right. Well, we can differ a little bit. I'm going to keep with the over, but I'm going to take Miami on this one. I okay. um I have a firm belief system, and it's never take Buffalo in any capacity. Don't give them points. Don't take anything for Buffalo. And I'm going to stick but, with that.
1: But Buffalo just, uh, I think they beat the spread against, yeah, didn't they? Didn't they straight up beat Jacksonville? I don't care. I, I, Jacksonville's I, not good. But. I can't
0: sleep at night unless I watch Daredevil. <laughs> but you took Oakland last week. I Remember can, that? I know. I know. They're not Buffalo. Okay. I mean, Buffalo, Oakland is on their way to being Buffalo. Buffalo
1: won a game 24-21. If they win a game like that again, I would not be shocked. If they lost a game 24-21, I would not be shocked. But either way, I would get that because it's three and a half for Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm gonna take Buffalo. I'll take Buffalo in the over. All right. Easy. I'm gonna take
0: Miami and I'm gonna say the over. Yeah, I you said the over. All, right. yeah. All right. I'll stick with it. All right. I'm trying to keep me honest. Uh, next game up here, we got the Chicago Bears, the eight and three Bears, going to the three and eight New York Football Giants. Bears only a three and a half point road favorite. I thought that was That's interesting. Because it's Chase Daniel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chase Daniel. Forget about that. Well, is it confirmed? It's Chase Daniels. It's confirmed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Chase, Chase Daniel. Yeah, right? Chase Daniels. Um, uh, <laughs> the over-under is 44-and-a-half. Saquon Barkley would be a big game away from 1,000 yards rushing on the season, though he's been spectacular. Odell Beckham has already crossed that marker over 1,000 with 74 catches. So what do you— Here's a bigger question. Let's before we even focus too much on the game. What do you think this is going to do with Chase Daniel on the offensive weapons against New York? Tariq Hill people I mean, this is it is so important this week. And I don't think that's oh, you a, say Tariq Hill, you meant Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen. Sorry, yeah. the <laughs> Tyreek Hill's been in my brain. Um I'm not sure there's a clear-cut starting option besides Trey Burton on the Bears right now. Not saying that there's not good options. Jordan, Jordan Howard has... Yeah, the um, running backs have been bad. Well, also, right? you look at Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, where to find your trust. I, I just I, There's a lot of guys you want to play, but who do you feel comfortable playing?
1: I think I... Uh, unless I have a better option, it is tough for me because I have a bunch of these losers with no better options. Like, I got to start taylor gabriel in a league you know what i mean i just it's either him or zay jones so i'm going
0: taylor gabriel yeah yeah, yeah. You have to so yeah and uh, i've got like anthony miller in some leagues uh tariq cohen in a couple leagues and not that i'm clamoring to get them out but i got options i,
1: I picked cohen as my flex star of the week uh over on the itl fantasy podcast because uh the giants can't stop anything really especially stuff out of the backfield so I like Tariq Cohen in this game. I think Allen Robinson is a start. Trey Burton's a start. After that, you know, I think Jordan Howard, you're probably starting if you own him, unless you have another option. Uh, which most people aren't going to have a better option, what especially if you with had, all
0: these stupid running backs, Leonard Fournette. But what you know. if you were in the situation of having a uh, Leonard Fournette, yeah. What if you were in the situation of having one of those like, you know, you had Jordan Howard but you picked up uh Josh Adams. Would you go Josh Adams over Howard?
1: yeah i think i would just because of the um just because of the unrelenting uh 50 50ness of the chicago situation and they've had a couple good matchups recently and just haven't been able to do a damn thing with them yeah
0: so i think i would have to i'd probably have to side with josh adams in that one all right uh so that's some fantasy implications what about the game itself Man, the Giants are 26 against the rush, too. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe I would go with Jordan Howard. Uh, I took Chicago in the under in this one. Uh, you know, 44 and a half isn't much, but that Chicago defense is really, really good. And um, the uh, the the Giants... Yeah. They can't score, man. I think
0: this is just going to be... How does this team Chicago not score? How can they yeah. not score with Saquon Barkley? It's the... How, these hands. How can you not kill this bunny with the... You're like a big bear, man. With these backup claws and these fangs. A backup quarterback and a
1: good... Uh, you know, I the Giants are 20th. A 22nd in points scored. A 20th in yards. Like you said, it's just Eli being inaccurate, and he is going to
0: face pressure all game, man. They so. are going to eat him alive. So what would you take? You took the Bears in what? Under. I'm going to go Bears and over then. So um, I like the Bears in there. I think there's some points that could be scored a little bit on the Giants in. maybe a little bit of a, a back. Could uh, a, be a some garbage. End. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, could yeah.
1: yeah. Just I just think Eli, Eli gets flustered, and he goes downhill real quick. So if he has that, that quick turnover – it's going to be just super downhill for him. I mean, if he can find some success early, we've seen him go seventeen of eighteen in a game this year. But he loves to turn the ball over, so His I favorite thing. It. Yep, yep.
0: Uh, Panthers at the Bucks. Panthers six and five. Bucks four and seven. Carolina is a three point road favorite. Over under fifty four and a half. One of my favorite things we looked at. I believe it was over on the fantasy black book of the show black. we on Fan Was I was taking a look at the stats, and what was it? It was something like 250 rushing yards, like 350 receiving, and then, oh, man, what was it, like 20 or 30 more catches on the season? I think it was like 30 more catches. He would have a 1,000 rushing, 1,000 receiving, and 100 catches on the year. And it is very obtainable for Christian McCaffrey to do this. CMC,
1: let's go. That's why I started him in both my lineups, man. Uh, Spoiler alert, or I guess uh, not spoiler alert, but I did have Kareem Hunt in my FanDuel lineup until all this stuff happened. So, um, yeah, I go uh, this game. Carolina's defense is still decent. I know we saw them uh, get blown out by Pittsburgh, but um, I got to take Carolina, and I got to go with the under in this game. points. Fifty-four and a half. I mean, look, Carolina can score, but they don't. They don't usually need to score that much. They hold the ball a long time, and um, I just can't see Carolina
0: putting up enough points, or Tampa Bay putting up enough. Well, points what do you think about Carolina. what do you think about this? That the Fantasy Pros consensus rankers had Jameis Winston as the seventh best quarterback this week against uh, Carolina. I
1: mean, I could see him. Uh, I could see him throwing three touchdowns, but I could also see them getting to the goal line. And here comes Peyton Barber for a couple. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't see how this game goes over 54 and a half points. So I'm going to take Carolina. I'm going to take the under.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to agree with you on this one. This one, I, I can't take Tampa Bay. It's, I think it's just too difficult. And I think Carolina I and mean, Christian McCaffrey, he is just another worldly player. he really is and I'm rooting because I love those like weird odd stat things like I want to see a guy that rushes and receives for a thousand yards because who do we say was the last guy that did it? uh Marshall Falcon 99. That's right Marshall Falcon and before that it was Roger Craig. It's like a something that's not done often but then to throw in a running back catching a hundred balls I, it's the epitome of of the game changing. It's the epitome of everything that has changed in the game for the good. And Christian McCaffrey is good for this game. So, uh, you know, I I think for me, it's an easy Carolina here. The points... Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna take the under on it because a little bit of defense here or there keeps those points uh, muted a little bit. And it's I mean, just they tough. scored some points, you know. They they, they let up thirty to Seattle last week. Well, Bugs, also dude, like every time we do the ITL uh, basketball podcast, how many times do we have to try to not pick the Bucks because they put up thirty points or the team they're against has put up thirty points? You know what? I'm changing. Uh, I'm going you- over. <laughs> going I'm going over. I'm going over. All right, you just the basketball podcast too. Or did I <laughs> we don't yeah, talk the about the Bucks on the basketball? Podcast. No, we definitely don't. The football podcast where we go through that. Uh, I'm going uh, to take about the over. Clippers on the football podcast. We do. Uh, don't go anywhere because we got the rest of the games, including those Clippers. We're going to be talking about some more ITL coming up for the final segment in this league.
1: NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in Daily Fantasy. You
0: can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of one twenty nine ninety nine, or dominate the entire Daily Fantasy Sports Realm with the Elite package at fifty nine ninety nine per month.
1: If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto package.
0: Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto millionaire.
1: Friends, what friends in, the- in this league in the dark? My
0: endless love, <laughs> gotta love it. Uh, welcome back in this league. You guys know all the drills and all this stuff in this league.com for the stuff, Patreon.com itlarmy army for the things, and on Twitter. Is it the Welsh and Bogman sports for the follow? So uh, those are all the drills for you guys to get locked into. It is December. It's Christmas time. So it's time that you come have some fun with us. Treat, treating yourself. I'm still, treat yourself. Got to get over. It. What, do, what do you do for Christmas? By the way, what's your drill? Like, do you do like one present to your mom and one to your cousin? And then that's yep. like, that's it pretty much. Uh, maybe two, you know, uh,
1: I usually, it's like actually one or two for Kevin, two or three for my mom.
0: And that's it. Okay, and then you got you're hoping for a good barrage of uh, her not buying you t-shirts. Hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah, no t-shirts this year. What are you so gonna ask
0: for? What do you ask for
1: from your mom? Um, I don't know. I uh, to, to be honest, I probably my Roku sucks. I need a new Roku. I can do that. Direct TV's giving those away for free. Yeah, uh, I I could do that. Well, how how yeah. can I get one for free? they're giving away for free. What do I have to do? I don't don't know. Call him. I just just saw the deal. Call him. They won't have uh, NFL Network work during uh, Thursday
0: Night Football. I'll tell you that much. Maybe it'll be on the Roku. Yeah, maybe it'll be on the Roku. You just need to ask your mom. she would be like, so what do you really want for Christmas? And you're just going to be like, so listen, what I really want, I can't uh, tell uh, you. I can't tell you what I want. So just give me a Visa gift card. And then I can put the things that I really want on there. So and know, I'll just, right. I'll just tell you it was something educational. It was something uh, for work. So, yeah. um, exploratory
1: needs. Yeah. I don't really know what I need. All the stuff I need is really expensive. I need a new computer. You know? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And repairs on the vehicle
0: would be nice too. So yeah, I need a new MacBook, but I'm not okay. getting it. Cause we're not doing any Christmas presents. So I don't have to worry. So I can just live my life. I can just spend all the money I'm spending on my kid right now. So I mean, it'd be funny, you know. You get a new MacBook, you know, you're still paying for it anyway. That's so that's why. Like when they're like, "Oh, should we do any presents?" I'm like, "No," because I'm paying for every dime of it anyways. Where is our FNTSY bonus? Where's the bonus? <laughs> the Christmas I, bonus. I didn't get the switch. I haven't seen a switch you from didn't FNTSY get the jelly of the Month Club. No. So I'm ex- fully expecting a bonus. Uh, they've got. How many shows? We've got uh, like uh, like five more, four more shows before Christmas. I fully expect the Christmas bonus, and it better be something good, right? All right, All right. yeah. I hope so. Hey, me Fears too. Here's hoping. Me too. It'll be the first thing I get. I'll uh, take a MacBook. That's fine. Yeah, anything. I hate anything at this point, right? Yeah. Pack of pencils. I would take, I would take Jelly of the Month Club for real. <laughs> what is Jelly of the Month Club? They just that's send jelly? That's
1: from uh, Christmas Vacation,
0: dude. Oh, I don't, I God, dude. That's my movie too. I haven't seen it yeah, in forever. come on. It's like three years since I sat down to watch it. What is my, wrong with my my, my my wife doesn't get it. And it's really, it's like one of the biggest issues in our relationship. Like her not understanding <laughs> National Lampoons is, be. it's, it's close. We're close, you know. We, we, we hit the 10 year mark. We'll be good. But, you know, we're. National Lampoons is a contingency. Time's thing. up.
1: Arbitration. You're not arbitration eligible yeah, anymore man.
0: after 10 years. Well, I mean, I'm saying is like 10 years is kind of you hit that no trade clause and you kind of you're locked in. But we're not at 10 years yet. And <laughs> the 5
1: vet. Right, yeah, yeah. So. Ten, yeah.
0: The 10 5 vet rules. We're not quite there in the, the National Lampoon stuff. It's. Um, it's a stickler. I'm going to bring it up during Christmas, and if it's a problem, I don't know, man. I might be uh, taking my talents elsewhere, so we can't have that going on. All right. Uh, moving to uh, the rest of these games here. Colts at the Jag- Jiggy Wars. Indianapolis is a four-point favorite. Over-under is 47. I don't know if you heard, Bugs. No Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I heard. I mean, you talk about someone who, who uh, gets out of uh,
1: being stupid this weekend because someone did something dumber. You know, I— uh, I uh, it Colts in this one. I don't know. Jacksonville is going downhill. Cody Kessler starting for them. Um, mm. I don't want any part. The, the Colts have been playing really well. These are two teams going opposite directions. So it feels kind of trappy, almost like that Denver and uh, Cincinnati game feels trappy, but it doesn't matter to me. I don't care that the Colts are on the road. Um, uh, I don't care that the offensive coordinator was fired for Jacksonville, so maybe they should see some improvement there. They don't have their best player. No Leonard Fournette. They're trending down ever since that Pittsburgh game. Colts and ugh, uh, Colts and under the Welsh, because I don't think Jacksonville can score.
0: Mm. I'm going to agree. I'm going to go Colt. There's <laughs> no chance I pick a Cody Kessler run team that has <laughs> – Carlos Hyde and T.J. Yeldon, uh, uh, all these Browns. Cody Kessler, Carlos Hyde. Uh, Jaguars are a disaster. The Colts are definitely banged up. T.Y. Hilton's a little bit banged up. He should go. Marlon Mack, um, getting through a concussion protocol. He should go. Eric Ebron was banged up, so it's like everybody, or Ebron, everybody is banged up, but at the end of the day, the Colts still fly, so um, I'm I'm still in on an Andrew Luck play, that's why I was still surprised, like I know the matchup Lamar Jackson has against Atlanta, but when I saw that the Fantasy Pros guys had Andrew Luck uh, behind Lamar Jackson, I just can't get down with that. Like, Andrew Luck is yeah. like 14 overall at quarterback. Like, you're telling me he's, if you're in a 12 man league, you're not starting Andrew Luck because it's against Jacksonville? I don't no. think so, man.
1: No, I don't think. I mean, Jacksonville's offense is so bad. They should set up the Colts for short field. Yeah, it's going to have opportunities left and right. Maybe
0: I should go with the over.
1: Okay. Nah, oh, I'm going to go with
0: the over. I got it. Yeah, you gotta go with the, yeah, You got it. <laughs> I got it. Over and Colts. I drafted Over them.
1: Over and Colts, okay.
0: I'm taking them. All right, yeah, uh next I'll stick with the under. All right, next game. Uh Cleveland Browns are traveling to the eight and three Texans. Houston is a five and a half point home favorite. Over under is forty seven. Lamar Miller has had a sneaky Relatively productive uh, season this year. He's about 220 yards away from a thousand yard rushing season. He hasn't been much on the touchdowns, of course, but you know, 157 carries is going to surpass 200 on the year. Um, Deshaun Watson still building up, but DeAndre Hopkins has been the man over a thousand yards, eight touchdowns on the year in the uh, against the Baker Mayfield-led Cleveland Browns. So uh, what do you think? I mean, Baker doesn't have Hugh Jackson to uh, back up on to talk about this week, so he's going to have to talk about the Texans and J.J. Watt. I mean,
1: I like the direction of this uh, Cleveland offense recently. I mean, they beat the crap out of the Bengals last week. Uh, It's a good win for them. Uh, You know, Baker, the the game seems to be slowing down for Baker. You know what I mean? He seems to be better over the last couple weeks. The second half of the season is big for him. It's finally something where, you know, Baker came in and took over for the Browns, and they, they stuck with him, and it worked. This is something that hasn't worked for the Browns for a very, very long time. But with that being said, Houston has won, what is it, eight or nine in a row? So, eight in a row, I think. I think they're still going to win this game. So, I'm going to take them, but... Because Cleveland's offense has been clicking, I'm going to take the over. So I'm going to go with Houston and the over in this game.
0: We're taking a lot of the teams because I'm going to um, I'm going to stick with Houston, but I'm going to take the under on this one because I think there's some defense, both teams, both teams on the defensive end. And, you know, um, the Texans can really lose themselves on offense. And I think the Browns can get trapped in themselves on offense. So uh, give me the under and give me Houston. You know, uh, we've only picked two teams different so far like total even with over-unders or no, no, no.
1: over-unders were all over the place but uh, i took baltimore you took atlanta and i took buffalo and you took
0: miami those are Ooh. only two teams we've taken different we're going down together uh, for the most part or <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting or we're going to be hyped uh the jets are at the titans the titans are an eight point home favorite over-under is only 40 and a half another one of these uh, situations that are going on statistically, these teams are just all absolutely all over the board. We don't know what the hell we're doing with the Titans running back situation. Frankly, we don't really know what to even do with the the Jets situation. They're just all shares across the board. There's no consistent option. The closest consistent option of any uh, player on any team is Corey Davis, and even that at this point. So what do you think?
1: Marcus Mariota looked okay uh, last week. The Jets just don't have anything. I don't. I don't even know who's going to be playing quarterback for them. If it's going to be Darnold, if it's going to be McCown, because who cares? You know, cares? Eli McGuire is getting more snaps than Isaiah Crowell. Uh, Robbie Anderson can't do anything. Jermaine Curse is their number one wideout. It seems right now. So I don't know, man. I gotta take. I gotta take the Titans even with the eight points. I don't feel like Tennessee could beat many teams by eight points. I think they could do it against the Jets and 40 points I guess I'll take the over just cuz it's today's NFL but I don't feel very comfortable. The over under I really don't like. And I'm not too keen on on the Titans either but that's fine so.
0: Yeah, well we can move past this game cuz I'm the same way. I'm in full agreement Tennessee and the over. It's the line is uh, small. Tennessee's defense is going to play solid doesn't mean the Jets don't run into a little bit. It's just that line is it doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's too yeah. much. Like, is this game going to be 24-10? Could be, but, you know, <laughs> give me 28. Uh, Could be 31-10. Yeah, so. I mean, there's a lot of defensive touchdown possibilities that are out here, so right. uh, I think we agree on that. In probably uh, one of the biggest eyes-on game, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs at the Oakland Raiders, 9-2 and Chiefs at the 2-9 and Raiders. Kansas City... I mean, I wonder what's going to change her. I I mean, I can't even begin to imagine right now. But Kansas City, as we're looking at it, is a 14-point favorite. Over-under is 55, but they're without Kareem Hunt. Uh, Not even that he's out. He is off the team. Should be Spencer Ware. Maybe a little bit of sprinkled in Damian Williams we kind of speculated on. But Spencer Ware should get the full go here. So how the hell did the Chiefs come back from this? I mean, I did list to you in 2016 when he was getting his last full go, his best game of 2016 was against the Oakland Raiders, where he went off for 130 yards on 24 carries and a touchdown. So if there was a team that this could happen against for the Chiefs, it is the Raiders. But what do you think?
1: I Nothing stops this train, the Welsh. This is Kansas City, and it's the over. I know it's two touchdowns. I don't care. Uh, I know Oakland, maybe they could put up some garbage time or whatever. Kansas City's defense hasn't been great, but it doesn't matter to me. I, it doesn't matter who's a running back in this game. Kansas City and the over. And to be honest, maybe they should put up a bunch of points just to prove they still can You know what I mean? Just like, that's hey, y- you all saw us lose Kareem Hunt. You think that's going to distract us? Well, we just put up 60 on the stupid Oakland Raiders. So something like that. I think they should do that. They should uh, go Full court press on Oakland and play pissed
0: off. Oh, man, I hate everything about all this. That's just a really big line for the Raiders at home. I mean, the Raiders. Remember the last game they played, there was 105 points scored. Yeah, it was against the Rams, though. It was. And they had Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they did. They did. They don't have all Kareem Hunt. All those things are true. Uh, Tyreek Hill is going to have a lot of stuff on him. The Raiders, a lot of stuff. Yeah, the Raiders and I mean, I just don't know how I could pick the Raiders. I got to take Kansas City. I kind of don't want to take the over though. I kind of want to say this could just be a thirty to nothing game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the under. Amazingly, okay. under and Kansas City. I don't love it. Uh, a couple more of these afternoon games, and we'll get to the night game. This is probably the best game of uh, yeah of the week. I'd say uh, Minnesota Vikings going to New England. New England is a five and a half point favorite. Over under is forty nine and a half. All the running backs are back for New England. Sonny Michel, James White, and Rex Burkhead, all healthy. It's going to be fascinating to see how the hell they manage together. Lots of good wideouts in here. I'm very, very curious to see how Gronk is going to manage into week two. He had a solid week last week, but he looks so rusty to me. Adam Thielen's been a little bit banged up. Diggs has been banged up. I mean, a lot of banged up here, but some big <laughs> offensive weapons. Dalvin Cook is uh, his kind of becoming untrustable. So how do you unpack some of this? Ah, Dallin cook was good last week. Um,
1: I think that this game is going to be very similar to the Rams and Vikings Thursday night game that we saw earlier this season, where it's a point for point battle going back and forth. I think new England could win this game going away. uh, But I think either way, there's going to be a bunch of points scored. So I'm definitely going to take the over. Because both these offenses are still efficient, and uh, I'm, I'm going to take the the Vikings. I think that spread is a bit much. I don't
0: think we're giving enough credit to the Vikings. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe we're giving too much credit to New England.
0: Nah, no, full agreement. I can't. There's not much more I can say because I fully agree with you here. This is Minnesota with that five and a half. It still gives the possibility for New England to take this game, uh, but you're getting that leeway with Minnesota, and I think Minnesota's going to play them hard and 49 and a half. It's a uh it's a sucker's bet for me, but I'm going to take it. Um my lowly 49ers they travel to Seattle. Uh Seattle is yeah, surprising with my eyes thing I'm not seeing anything. 6 and 5 record. <laughs> They're looming in uh in the NFC, but they are a 10 point favorite. Over under is 46. Matt Breida hurt, not hurt. Blah 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 blah. blah. He keeps going back and forth. He's going to be out there though. He's about 250 yards away from a 1,000-yard season, which is incredible to think about. George Kittle. George Kittle, my friends, 177 (laughs) yards. He will have a 1,000-yard season, and it's week 13. George Kittle, the tight end. He has been really awesome. But this is an all-Seattle game here, Boggs. Really, I think you ask yourself, you know, can the 49ers score points, you know, and Nick Mullins has proven to uh, take a big back turn. I know Shanahan's going to be aggressive this week because he didn't like what they saw last week, but, you know, is this a clear Seattle and, uh, I don't know, you go under or over? What do you think about this game?
1: I'm definitely taking Seattle. Um, You know, Nick Mullins kind of turned into a pumpkin here. So uh, I'm going to go with Seattle, and I'm going to go with the under in this one. I just don't know how many points San Francisco's going to put up. Uh, You know, Seattle can score, but um, 46 is kind of a lot in a game like this with one offense that's uh, on their backup quarterback doesn't look too great. So.
0: So what did you take? Seattle on the under. All right. I'm going to go Seattle and the over. Seattle on the over? Yeah, okay. let's go there. Uh, two more games in. Let's fit them in. It's your game. It is the LA Clippers, Los Angeles Chargers visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. Over-under is 52. Ben Roethlisberger is criticizing everybody, but hey, don't worry. He earned it. So what do you think? He did. Yeah. You don't think he earned that? Yeah. Uh, he to earned... criticize a rookie? I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, didn't he criticize Antonio Brown, though, too?
1: Yeah, he did. Antonio uh, Brown didn't run the right route. Okay. A.B. said so, too. He's like, no, I can, you know, I, I've been uh, his teammate since 2010, so I can take criticism from him.
0: All right, so what do you got?
1: Uh, the Chargers in the over. So I said this on the black book, I, you know, Steelers can't get a turnover. Uh, Phillip Rivers is on fire. He was just 28 of 29.
0: I mean, come on. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Pittsburgh and the over. I'm going to go Pittsburgh in the over here. I already wrote it in for you. Okay. (laughs) Last game here because we only got like 30 seconds. Uh, The Redskins, they go to Philly. Philly's a six and a half point favorite. Over under is 45. Adrian Peterson's a little bit banged up. Chris Thompson is back. Golden Tate can't do anything. What do you think? Philly in the under. Philly in the under. I am going to go Philly and the under as well. We agree here. That is it. That is going to be very interesting to look at next week, how the hell we did. We covered it all, my friends. We got some good baseball talking. We have got a bunch of cream Hunt conversations. So I implore you, check us out over at league.com because we got a new baseball podcast coming up this week. We've got two football plus the Black Book, so that would equal four if you are a fan of Bogman and I. And there's a whole bunch more like we've talked about with the ITL Army. Cool stuff happening in December like our Christmas special. But that is it. Guys, it is December. It's Christmas time. Get to the football watching. Get to the Christmas buying presents like for us and do that. And then we'll talk <laughs> to you guys next week. Goodbye now. See ya.